0: hello good afternoon and good evening welcome to ongaku to you the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry I'm your host Ken and this is the podcast for the week of October 19th 2018 and with me we have Luna
1: hello everyone
0: and that's it another dos compadre episode here I'm just gonna preference this it's probably gonna be dos compadres for a good long while for for a bit as uh we wait for gray but yeah how have you been busy
1: very very busy and very stressed out <laughs> too much <laughs> is going on this month
0: i see i see same i understand the new job is uh getting to me now because now i'm taking on a bit more responsibility just a little bit more and they're like we're gonna challenge you today
1: <laughs> oh jeez, that that sounds like a great 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 time
0: so yeah, I spent, I think I had like a 70 Q in my Q list and I was only able, I was able to do all of it, but it just took me the entire day while regularly, if it was just simple Q, I, I would be able mm-hmm. to do like close to 120 Qs.
1: Oh, wow. So. Yeah. that that That's, I, I hate the word Q because sometimes I have to do claims occasionally that, and I hate doing claims. I'll just put it that way. And it takes me forever. I spent, oh, I don't remember which day it was in this week. I spent the whole day doing that and I didn't get my actual work done. That I needed to get done because I spent doing claims. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, it was such a busy week. And it, luckily I was, v- it was very productive the last couple days. Just because I'm like, I, you know, we didn't have that many claims coming in. So I'm like, I need to get all this done. I need to hurry up. So it's just been so busy and stressful, especially it's October, I'm trying to get stuff for the wedding, I'm trying to book other things, and, you know, there's just so much going on. So I'm just like, oh, it's too much, slow down. <laughs> At least your work keeps you busy, that's the good thing.
0: Yeah, time just flies, though. Which
1: mm-hmm. is- that's what I like about it. When people think desk jobs are boring, yes, they can be. But if you're busy enough, you don't even realize what time it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I looked up and it was already time to go to lunch. And I was like, oh, man, I can't even – I I, I got my lunch. I was eating it while I was doing my my cues just so that I don't forget what I was doing.
1: You sound like me. I do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I sit there and eat while I'm answering emails. I'm doing something, you know, something will work. The only thing I don't do in lunch is take phone calls because last time I did, I had food in my mouth and I almost made a mess.
0: But yeah, what have you been listening to? Let's start with you.
1: Um, So I got back into Ayumi Hamazaki because we were discussing her last week, especially with, you know, she was really big in the ni- late 90s and 2000s, and I still think she has a good following now. So started pulling out all my albums, and you know she has a ton. So I started listening to her A Complete Singles collection, I pulled out A Best, I pulled out A Best 2. Then I still went back to all her other albums like My Story and Rainbow and I Am and Duty and Love Appears and The Song for XX. And I just went through the IU work. I really did. And I just forgot how much I loved her. And I love listening to her a complete best, even though it's only from 98 to 08, because it gives you a good comprehensive, you know, listen of her career so I feel like it's a great set to have. It's like a three. I have a deluxe edition of it with a special box. I think my it's a, but they all have a 3 CDs in it and it's a great set to have. Even if, you know, if you're a fan or you are not re- or you want to get into her just because it's such a good variety. So that's been one of the big things I listened to all week. I was also listening to more My, my Karaki. I got back into her because um, I was listening to all her older stuff, though. And I was also listening to, um, I hope I don't say this wrong, Necrotaki and Ink. I've been listening to them a lot, too, since we're going to talk about it later. But those- they've been on my radar, and I really like them a lot there were some indie bands we talked about but um a lot of that and i think that's mainly it i haven't listened to as much as i planned to oh i listened to bonnie pink this week too i popped in one of her concerts so i was and i forgot i love bonnie pink so it was i bought her chasing hope album earlier this year and it came out a couple years ago and i finally got it and it came with a concert and it had like eight songs on it in that concert. Like, this she's amazing live. With she had a live band. She made all her songs more jazzy, which I loved. And her vocals are fantastic. And her interacting with the crowd, I really want to buy the rest of her concerts now. So I, I, I let's just say our, our contact in Japan might be getting a few if I decide to buy them because mm-hmm. I can't get them shipped. I can't get them shipped here because they're all third party sellers. Nice. Oh, so. I'm, I'm really eyeing them right now. There's two of them I really want. but she's. I'm just like, oh, I love Bonnie Pink. <laughs> she's so good. <laughs> you can tell I went back for the older stuff. And that's mainly what I've been listening to. What about you, Ken?
0: Um, I've been listening to... I went back to my 90s mix again. So, all the all the stuff that I've been listening to. But yeah, mostly I got also into Enflow. Back into Enflow recently, I just got... Mars Drive and Piece of Me, which is their brand new singles. I really recommend Mars Drive if you guys are able to get it. It is really back to their tripod era, the old tripod era of their of their works. Piece of Me is a new type of style. It's the entr- the intro is kind of weird, but it really works on me for their new type of style and I can't wait to hear more from them.
1: Mhm. I-, I agree with that. And both those those videos are on YouTube. So if you guys want to check them out, I highly recommend it as well. Mars Drive is really really good. It brought me back.
0: But yeah, besides that, um just some Ajikan stuff also over here. I picked up their best second hit the AKG2. So, mm-hmm. I really do like Survivor's March which is the extra song that they put on to that which is going to be part of their new album which i really can't wait for so but yeah um besides that we've been uh doing a lot of the indie stuff and um i'm gonna probably dedicate a huge portion of this episode towards our indie corner stuff mostly we're going to talk about all the indie indie bands that we've done or indie groups that we've done in the past 20 or somewhat weeks, we started this back in April, I believe. So a good a good mm-hmm. chunk now. And I figured that we should talk about the past 20 groups that we've done. Mostly because you and Gray weren't able to join on this till much, much later. I want to say around
1: mm-hmm. when I
0: came back from Japan. So around week 10 or so. Around Dark Kraitaki.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I figured that we'll use this episode to mostly talk about Indie Corner stuff. If time permits, we'll talk about Oricon stuff, too. But we're going to go just right down the list here. And we're going to talk about everything from 1 to 20. So, first, we're going to talk about Emerald. So, if you guys don't know, they were the first band that we've done. And they are a jazz rock style type of band. They haven't really done much since we introduced them uh, into our indie corner. They did release an album back in December... And uh, that's pretty much all I can recommend. I really do like his... their, the vocalist's style. So there's just a couple things that I really do like. But however, I really wish that they update a little bit more. I'm kind of surprised they haven't dropped anything within the last couple of weeks to months now.
1: I am too, especially since it's been December. But I'll, I finally got around to listening to more of their stuff and i i really like the style it was definitely um a change you know i like the fusion of the jazz rock i think it fit really really well
0: yeah um it is a good style and it it it's something that i've noticed with these indie bands well that i've noticed when i've been starting doing this indie corner stuff is that anything that kind of stands out from the normal that i really wish that could get more mention from. I tried to introduce that. And Emerald was that perfect, like, catalyst, so to speak. But yeah, going on to now Casa. Casa was a three member band with a female vocalist. They just started, like, I want to say a couple months beforehand when we were doing Indie Corner. And from there. They actually have a new single, or a new EP, coming out called, uh, I think, Rainy Days. I think that's what it's called. I think it has, like, four four songs. And they will have... Also, they also have a new music video, too, for it. And I'm quite a, kind of surprised about that, because the last time I checked them out, they didn't have nothing. They barely had their site up and running. And they had a lot of SoundCloud stuff there, but nothing like a music video or even... Uh, news of a release so I'm fairly happy that they're getting a lot more recognition so to speak
1: and and I agree I finally got a chance to check out Kasa and I absolutely love that I really love them I love the vocals and I'm gonna have to pick up that EP I'm really looking forward to hearing a lot more from them they're a band I can see growing very well and I look forward to growing with them especially them being new just like we're a little bit newer as well
0: I want to I wanna see how that mellow style will work out towards the public because she has a mm-hmm. very, very mellow voice or singing voice. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that through her singing that she has a lot of passion and a lot of emotion with a couple of her songs that she's done. Uh, the song that we put on our site, 22, was a really good song and showed mm-hmm. a
1: lot
0: her vocal range, so to speak. I'm looking forward to see how the public would react. Uh, react. I am too. From that, let's continue on to Babysitter. Babysitter home, oh man. So they haven't done much since we talked about them last. Honestly, th- when we first did them, I thought it was a bust because they we've um we always tweet at these artists and we didn't get nothing back from Babysitter. And it was mm-hmm. mostly because they they seemed very, very mainstream. They seemed to the point that I thought they were going to go major fairly soon. Mm-hmm. That's why they're protecting their image, so to speak. But they haven't done much. They, I think they have a new single coming out fairly soon. I want to say that. Yeah, I believe they do have a new single coming out. And it they'll have three songs on it, but... They have a very interesting style. They seem very marketable because they are that kind of idolish-looking band, kind of like mm-hmm. Scandal is.
1: No, I agree. Like when I first saw, so I first watched their videos, and I, I think I watched two of their videos, and that's the first thing I thought is they're easily marketable because of their looks, their style of music. So I, I did really like the songs I heard, and I'm very interested where they'll go from here.
0: Oh yeah, they they have everything going for them, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because they have that look, that sound, that appeal that makes them fairly popular, so to speak, Mm -hmm. too. I I wouldn't want to say otakus, but that's how these kind of bands, how the industry is going towards. If you're a female vocalist band, for the most part, you're going to hit that route. It's sad to say, but it's mostly becomes that.
1: Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that a lot by looking at the Oricon, you pretty much get a good idea of the, the how the bands have progressed like groups and bands, you know a females in it or female lead vocalists seem to do very, very well.
0: But yeah, um, we're going to continue on that track of female lead vocalists for a while now with ink and I really do like these this band. This is probably my this is the band that I found out that I really do like music. Like, very, very much so. And I wanted to introduce, like, all these different bands. This was the band that made me do that. (laughs) This and the next band, but we'll talk about that when we get there. I do like that R&B style very, very much Mm
1: -hmm. so. And I really liked Ink, so I finally got a chance to really, really listen to their music. And I was blown away. So they pretty much... I I was amazed. I loved their... I watched all their videos on YouTube. Um... I really looking forward to more from them. I think they're definitely one of those bands that I recommend everyone checking out.
0: Speaking of their music videos, um, they just released one. I want to say last month or a month and a half or so. It's called Classic. It's based. Um, it's from their their Four Tetra EP, which is a free EP. You guys can go to their website and download it for free. So. I would recommend that and I wanted to talk about what did you think of their the video filming style because I thought it was top-notch for that for classic anyway
1: oh I thought it was really good I watch I I loved the video for classic I thought it was really good filming wise and I'm kind of wonder I mean it looked so professional (laughs) You know, especially for being an indie band. I mean, they're doing really good. Their videos look... I like the look of their videos. I love their sound. So, I, I really love the classic.
0: When I went to Japan, like, one of the major indie, like, CDs that I wanted to get was their Ink CD. And Access was a really good song. The lighting for that music video is also really good. That's one of where... Oh, yeah. The, the colors. Oh, man. I, I can't say... I'll... Enough praises for this band, and I hope that they find uh, much success in their future career. Mm-hmm. But yeah, continuing on up is Layla, another female-led uh rock band here. Their style is really good; it just oozes of indie style.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Their song "Emma" plays that to a T. Um, "Apartu no nakade" is really good. Like I highly recommend anyone to listen to that song. And the music video is really good too. So, what did you think of Layla?
1: Um, I really liked them. It was very style. I liked her voice too. She reminded me a little bit of the singer Reifu. and she had this very unique vocal style and how she sang. And I liked the music that went with it because it reminded me of like a soft rock type of music. Oh yeah. Which is so, and I really enjoyed that. And I loved the I loved the video for Tenonakade because I thought it was very unique. Oh, yeah. So I feel like they really stick out because she has a unique vocal style that will make you remember her voice.
0: Their, their new song, Emma, is really good, too. So I, I can't wait to hear more stuff by them. And they've been keeping a fairly good release schedule, too. I want to say within a, every couple months or so, they would drop something. And now next up, we're going to a complete different spectrum with Sweet Sweet Sweet, which is a more electronica-focused band.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they've actually kind of shaped up a lot since I've we first went to them they only had SoundCloud stuff they still usually only have SoundCloud stuff but a lot of their stuff is now on Apple music and um, Spotify so if you guys have that go right ahead and look sweet 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 up if you guys like perfumes like style of electronica music this is pretty much perfect <laughs>
1: Mm mm-hmm that's what they reminded me when i first heard of them they have a very perfume like style which is really stuck with me because i do like perfume a lot so and i look forward to hearing a little bit more from them too i can see them with their style doing fairly well and i want to see what other releases they'll do in the future
0: yeah i mean they've they've released a new song i want to say a couple months back They release fairly regularly on SoundCloud. So, if you guys are interested in looking at that, go right ahead. Um, Next one is China. Now, they're very interesting because they implement instruments that you wouldn't usually see in a band. Like a violinist and an upright bassist. So, that's fairly unique in and of itself. However, they do a lot of solo things. And... it's kind of hard to market them if they keep doing these solo projects. And they haven't really done much since we talked about them back in uh, back in June. So what did you think about Gina?
1: Mm, I like them. They had a very unique sound. I didn't know what I would expect. And their video was also very interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. The the filming est- aesthetic that they choose to do, their, mm-hmm. how they did the instruments, was very interesting.
1: And I really like that, how they utilized a lot of those instruments, because not a lot of bands do that. Oh, yeah. You don't see a lot of those instruments in bands anymore. So I really like that aspect of the group. It made it stand out.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, when's the last time you heard a violinist in a kind of pop rockish group? group? Mm-hmm. It's very, very rare, if, if at all.
1: Mm-hmm, a violinist and a celloist, which is yeah. the thing. When I saw the cello, I was like, "Wow, you really don't see that." Oh yeah. So it and got me very, very interested.
0: They have another like side band that they do. It's like the Philharmonic one. Um, I didn't include it in this list, but it's it's a nice note because they also do like a bunch of different projects. Or the singer does uh, the lead singer does a bunch of different projects. So the China Philharmonic implements like a bunch of other instruments like a saxophone and a trumpet and things like that too mm-hmm. so if you guys are interested in hearing a, a, a different fusion of genres China is really good however i would try to hunt for their older stuff because they haven't done much they haven't done much this past year i want to say but yeah we'll continue on from that to a, f- a, a male vocalist artists and the she's gone so we ma- we made a list um beforehand for the site that we're going to talk about later on. But m- me and you particularly Luna had different ideas of she's gone. They're fairly high up on my list.
1: So, I'm super particular with my male singers. I'm not big big into male singers.
0: No, ah, yes. Um
1: and that, I guess that was why I mean, I thought they were really good, but it wasn't quite my style of music.
0: I see. I see. Oh, I so just wanted me, to pick uh, I up. Yeah, for me it's for me. a
1: style thing. As you can tell, I go for a lot of the R&B type things and some rock. Um, more female lead vocalists depending on the style. I mean, I thought they were a good band and they did have a good style. It just wasn't my type of you know, not my style in particular I'd go with.
0: Mm, I see, I see. Because like, for, for me this band just sounds like a really really indie band.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it definitely does.
0: Like if you were to open the dictionary for indie, this probably would be in one of the <laughs> the, the definitions there. They, I like the basis of this of uh, song. If you hear, um I think it's uh, Omoi I. I think that was the song that we put up. That song, I love that song to death, and it's one of my favorite songs. Because it gets to the point that I'm hearing it or singing it and humming it at work, and people think I'm crazy because i'm just saying the 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 main uh chorus of the song but it's i really like it <laughs> it's a really good band for me personally but yeah i just wanted to uh pick your brain so to speak because i wanted to know why you ranked them so low
1: i guess for me i mean they i thought they were a really great band and it was a super difficult decision but they as much as they're a good band it's not my style of music so i guess that's why i la- ranked them as low as I did yeah I'm more of a you know like a female vocalist type person. Um, There's some male vocalists, but I like their style though. I will say, I really like the She's Gone style. It just wasn't you know I thought it was a good style for what their vocals were and how they fit. It just wasn't a type of style that I always go out of my way to listen to.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I understand that. I understand that. So, but, but yeah. Let's continue on to pro- arguably our biggest article on our site, which is the Narkaitaki one. Week after week, this 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 particular article always is in the top five. If it doesn't take the top, it usually is like second or third. So Narkaitaki, this ban, oh my goodness. So originally I wasn't even gonna talk about this ban on the on the site because I thought this band was the most trolliest-ass troll band in the world because of the singer and, and her voice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the first thing you notice, right? It's just her oh, voice. Oh, yeah. I love
1: it. I love her voice. It's so noticeable and distinct.
0: Yeah, so she's she's like a 21-year-old, 22-year-old lady, but she sounds like an 8-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I guess when you look up what Japanese music and J-pop music is that i guess people majority people like that because that's the number one video on their um, on their site is the Oshade tai saksen which is the the music video that we posted and that has like over one one and a half million views so
1: it say it's a really good song
0: yeah it is it is it's a really good song you know it's just really funny, because I wasn't even going to do an article on them until, like, th- their article was right when I went to Japan. So I had to, I had to think of something, so they were the first thing that I thought of. They're, they're on the up and up, because they just released a new music video and their first full album, which is going to come out the rest of, near December, I believe. We just we just made an article about it. but
1: I'm going to have to get that album. I'm hoping it'll be on iTunes US.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not too sure well, It just depends on what they want Because some indie, of the indie bands Are on iTunes for some strange reason But mm-hmm. some aren't
1: mm-hmm. I would like a physical copy Just because I love Having a physical CD But I know not all indie bands Also are able to release A lot of the physical CDs um, When they do have a physical one out I will be purchasing that Off the top of a hat
0: The the EP, the EP for their first three songs, like three major songs that they've done, Mm -hmm. the entire CD, like art style, is drawn by the the vocalist.
1: Oh, wow. That's actually really cool. I like that.
0: So, and the entire site, I believe, is drawn by her also. Like, if you go on her site and you see, like, these hand-drawn, like, drawings of her and what the band and her on a boat, I think, is one of the major things. So, it's all done by her, I believe.
1: That's really cool and very creative, too.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, I like this band very much so, and when we get to our second part of this debacle, of this this, uh, talk, we'll uh, talk more about them, because they're a diamond. They're a diamond that is sure to be found. I agree. We'll talk more about that later, though. But yeah, next is Tendre. And Tendre, he... It's an interesting project for him because he's originally a bassist from another band. And we'll get up on this when when we hit uh, Sunny Plus Jerry Jackie. But he, this is a solo project for him and this isn't his real um, type of genre that he usually does because he usually just just does rock. So it's interesting to see the style that he thinks that is very creative which is this R&B and really mellow style. He
1: does. It's, he's definitely interesting. Uh, I watched a couple of his videos and I like, I like the style of his videos too. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. So he reminds me, he has a little bit of a jazz feel to him as well. Oh yeah.
0: So, but you know, he just started too. I think his, uh, solo career was about a year ago now, but this is like his style of music i would think would do very well if just if it was in a different era so to speak if it was in the 90s to mid-aughts i would think Mm -hmm. this would do very well and he is a fairly older gentleman so i guess that's why his musical inspirations is fairly similar to that of the 90s and the early to mid-aughts so but yeah Continuing on to Ao Harumaki. So this is a very fun and energetic band. I love this band. This is this is the band that um, I got introduced while in Japan. I bought one of their CDs just blindly because I was like, ah, this seems like stuff that I could use for any corner. And I ended up mm-hmm. really liking this band. Very much so.
1: And I really like them too. Their sound was very fresh and very upbeat. So they kind of reminded me, I can't even think, there's a combination of a couple Japanese rock bands they reminded me of a little bit. And I think that's why I really like them. I like their vocals, and it fit with the style of music they were doing perfectly. Oh, yeah. So, and I can easily see them doing theme songs to, like, an anime just because of their style.
0: Yeah. I, honestly, I kind of don't want them to do that because their kind of style would be instantly grab bag for, like, sony and then that's it for yeah. them. <laughs> and
1: then, you know, I can kind of see that easily too, just because of their style is very, I don't know. It, it's, it just fits. I don't know how to describe it. They remind me of a group. They're called Killoon. Yeah. And I really like them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and they kind of remind me of that a little bit, but I think uh, Oh, Harumaki had a little bit fresher sound, you know? Mm. And since they're so young, I think that also helps too
0: oh yeah you know so we'll just wait and see i placed them fairly like mid to low on my list mostly because they're a fairly young band and i kind of want to see their growth just a little bit more before i can place a number on them so to speak
1: Mhm.
0: so but i kind of want to see them if they're most likely for in my mind as for these one of these bands or more popular bands to hit label to hit major but it's mostly because of their style but we'll talk a little bit more about that later continuing next is stella which is another big uh hit on our site so to speak (laughs) and stella is very interesting too because i do like that mid 90s late to mid 90s early odd style that they were trying to go for with their band.
1: And I want to say. I think that's why I really really like Stella. Is because of the nin- the late 90's style of music they did. It really did hit me. And I want to hear so much more from them.
0: Oh yeah. Cinderella Girls is uh, a really good song. And I think it's more so. Because of that, that keyboard aesthetic. That just oozes of 90's style.
1: mhm. I agree, and it just really hit me as I was listening to it. I had to listen to it more than once, because I'm like, this song is really, really good.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you guys are interested, their, their song is available on iTunes, I believe, so and um, Apple Music. So if you guys are interested in getting that, go right ahead. But yeah, continuing on next is Flu. And I still stand by this, that I love this band and their style. Their style and what their mission statement is of just short but sweet impactful songs. I stand by that
1: I say I agree with that statement because you remember that band not only the name but their songs they it's short and sweet and right to the point, and you remember it their high energy also makes the band really great,
0: oh yeah, definitely, and th- that's what I love about this band, and you know gray did talk about this um. Because we asked him to kind of critique all the bands also. He, f- <clears throat> I, was, I was laughing when I saw the, the comment because he was like, I wish that they had a little bit much more longer songs, which goes against the point of <laughs> what their band is. So I was kind of laughing about that. <laughs> their new album just, just is about to hit. And it's, like I said, it's a 14-track album, but it's only like 32 minutes. It's just sweet and to the point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but yeah I can't wait to hear what they have for the future if they continue the style or not if they do continue the style I really want them to because that's will make them stand out honestly
1: yeah I agree that's what made them stand out to me is you remember their songs because they're they got that short and sweet and at high energy that really makes them stick with you
0: yeah definitely that's one of the things that I just love about them but yeah, let's continue on to Sony plus J.J. Jackal. And this is our first collaborative unit um, group, so to speak, because J.J. Jackal, he's a bassist from a fairly popular punk band, and we'll get more to punk bands in a minute, but he does DJing for this, for this group with Sony's lovely, lovely vocals, which I just love.
1: Mm-hmm, and I think they make a perfect combination between the DJing and her beautiful vocals. It just matches perfectly.
0: Yeah. And it's it's something that I would never think that a basis would have. It's it threw me off mm-hmm. when I first heard that. But yeah, I'm 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 looking really much forward to what they have. Both of them, honestly. Because Jerjackle he's he's a basis for another popular punk band that I've talked about on the on the site beforehand. And I didn't even know that was him up until I was looking at up information. And Sony's a really successful vocalist in her own right. So I just hope that they have a very good career together. But yeah, speaking of punk bands, let's go on to Ditsy Sunfist. What did you think of this band when you first heard of it?
1: So when I first heard of them, I actually thought they reminded me of Kamiki Aya. And for those of you who don't know who, who Kamiki Aya is, she is a Japanese singer who did a lot of punk, pop, rock music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she had a couple of songs that actually reminded me a little bit of them. And I think that's why I really, really loved uh, Dizzy Sunfist, is they had this really fun punk rock feel to them. They had, And their videos were fun, too. So I felt like the music with a combination of them and their personalities just made a really good match. And I, they actually made a pretty big impact on me, and I guess it's because I miss Kamiki Aya. Um, but I really like them and they, they definitely had something there that was unique. And I also like that they used English in their lyrics and you don't see many artists doing that, like just using full English in their lyrics. And yeah. I thought they did a really good job.
0: It's really weird because it's specifically usually only punk music or punk rock music that deals with all these all English lyrics. So mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting thing. Take plus you don't hear much female punk bands with this type of style.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why I, I you know, hearing, like you said, a female punk band, like Kamiki, Io is just a solo artist, but as a whole group, you don't see that very often. I mean, you see a lot of male punk bands and especially a female punk band. You know, they, I think they did a really good job and I really want to see them do well.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And they they have fairly good success within the punk rockers movement of Japan. They're fairly famous. I I believe I was reading uh their latest like in-house tour that they did and was fairly successful. A lot of people showed up. And all their opening bands were punk bands or punk rock bands or local punk bands and you know that's good for the that kind of style of music and I'm mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that you know, like a label would pick them up, but like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So Okay. But yeah, next up is Ellie. And when we first picked her up, she just started like two months prior, I want to say. So it's kind of hard to kind of gauge of what me personally, what I was going to do where she was going to go on this list. I put her dead last because she was the freshest out of all the other the groups that we've done.
1: And and see, for me, I put her a little bit higher, more in the middle, just because I love that song and her voice with it was so good. And that mellow R&B. But for me, I also didn't realize how new she was. So, But I, that song sold me so much that I just loved it. I'm really, really looking forward to what to see what she'll do next.
0: Yeah, like it's a really good song, and it's a good foothold of what her talents is, and mm-hmm. I really, really can't wait to what she does further on into her career. I will need to kind of revisit them back, kind of like Casa. Um, also, we'll we'll need to revisit them after a year or so, or maybe the next after when we get to forty. Well, we'll revisit them, so to speak, because it'll it'll be very interesting to see her her career and what she's gonna do next. Yeah, next one is Hiromi, and I put her I put her as a nine on my list, but I already knew what you were gonna rank her because we talked about her two weeks straight, so. Uh, I personally like the style. R&B is such a huge hit in the Western market, but not so much in the Japan market. So I'm kind of interested to see where Japan's going to take that.
1: Oh, you you already know my opinion on this, because I'm the one who did the article, but I love her vocals. I love her vocal range. What I will say is, you know, she's very distinctly R&B. And for Japan's really... R&B artists don't do that well in Japan or they're really good in the indie scene. They do amazing in the indie scene, but a lot of them you don't see getting major labels unless they turn their music more poppy. Mm. And I mean, I, you see that a lot and I really, I love her and I always love to see more what she'll do. And she doesn't do as much as some of the other bands I feel like, but she at least releases uh, an album or a mini album about every year. And I was happy to see that last year she came out with her newest mini album last December, and that I thought it was a solid mini album. And I was, I'm really hoping the sales did well enough for her to, you know, get another foothold and get another album going.
0: Like I said, it's it's hard to market R and B, mainstream wise, but you know, like the indie stuff. It, this is why a lot of these bands can do fairly well, like like Emerald and. And things like that where they do a different style but it's it's kind of hard when a label tries to pick them up. And we we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the Yeah,
1: I I, I think she has a great fan base too cuz you see a lot of her concerts sell out over there and I tried to get tickets to see her and I couldn't and I was super upset. So, but I look forward to seeing what else she's going to do like what, what I really, I always look forward to her newest album because every time she releases something, she puts so much effort into it, and I love it.
0: Oh, yeah. But yeah, from Hiromi, let's continue on to Boundary. Now, this was a band that was very interesting in my point of view because I'm a little biased, I guess. Um, I kind of know the basis because I do an English teaching thing. On the side and the bassist actually approached to me and talked about her band beforehand and I talked to her about oh you know I do this on the side she goes oh that's very interesting and they I really like the sound that they promote the vocalist is really really good but um, I kind of just want to wait and see where the band goes from there.
1: And I want to say I I agree with the sound. I really like their sound and I love the main vocalist voice, but I'm very interested also to see where they'll go and see what more music they'll produce. So,
0: but yeah, I mean, let's continue on to penguin rush here. And I just love this style. I, I don't know why, like doing the indie corner stuff just made me realize that I really do like jazz or funk style of music a lot more and just the combination that they that they bring together with this rock style, such a good mix, such a good mix. And, and
1: I agree with that. I regret not pu- I regret not putting them higher on my list. After especially after re-listing to their songs, I love the jazz fusion style that they were doing, and I think it it works really well.
0: Oh yeah, Th- I I believe it was. Uh... Rhett was the, the song that we put on.
1: Yes, and I re-listened to Rhett, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. Wo-. And I'm like, man, I should have ranked him a little bit higher because I really love that song after listening to it. It really sticks with you.
0: You know, it's, it's funny because me and you, we ranked them the same number, I believe. Um, let's see how oh, Gray ranked them. Gray re- really, really liked them. Uh, mostly because he really likes jazz-style music. So, also, mm-hmm. so he ranked them fairly high. So, it's, it's very interesting to see our our different styles of music, of what we think is really favorited amongst us. But yeah, continuing on from Pang and Rush, let's go into Jongri. I, I like the style, her style of music also, don't get me wrong. Her voice is a really, really good sultry voice, and I love that. I really do love that. However, it's 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 kind of hard for her specifically because she did have a label, yeah.
1: Yeah, she was under Emmy, Emmy Music Japan, who, if I'm correct, is a label of Sony. Yeah. So, and they're a fairly big record label. And from 2006 to 2012, she was under them. Um, and then she she left the music industry for a good while, and she recently came back. And as you can see, this was her first digital single in. Oh, probably since, oh man, 2014 maybe. It's been a while. And she does a lot of, you know, original songs on YouTube, which she started doing within the last year and a half. So, see, you know, it is hard to rank her because she had a major, major record label and she sold very well. Possession did very, very well. So, for her, I mean, yes, she's indie right now, but at one time she wasn't, so she's really hard to put in that mix, and she has an absolutely beautiful voice, and I like that she can change her sound, which she shows in Purple Cloud, because her other music was way more poppy, while this has more of a mellow type, like a mellow R&B type feel to it, so...
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys like our reintroduction of all these indie indie bands and indie groups, and you know that's one of our one of our statements that I wanted to do for this podcast is to introduce all these new different styles of music, and hopefully you guys like it. Um, I know it's probably one of our biggest, most successful thing on the site, so don't don't steer me wrong from that. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, we'll, let's talk about our next topic here for for these Indie Corner stuff. Which, is, which in your mind, is most likely to get a major label or be fairly popular with the main, mainstream style of music or mainstream fan base?
1: So, I did say, I did say Hidomi. But and so her voice and vocals she is an amazing range of vocals she has a beautiful voice and she is very very beautiful and so i mean yeah she has that everything a mainstream person could be the only thing is her style might be a little too r and she might have to do a little more poppy Yeah. so but she i could easily see her going mainstream just because of her she already has most of what what a lot of people look for in a mainstream artist
0: no um so but
1: that was just my choice now i will say that was just how my direct choice but also i have a little more personal and biased opinion on that because i have been a huge fan of her since she came out oh no and i followed her career since the beginning
0: (laughs) don't don't worry about that because i've also voted for her as the top Mostly because you're right. She does hit all the check that you would want in a major solo artist. She hits all of that. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. the I love the bands on here very much so, and we'll get into that in a little bit more on who who do we think is next. But you know, Hiromi does hit all those boxes. A fairly oh. a, very, a very good looking, fairly good looking single girl. And that has a unique style and a fairly marketable fashion sense that you can put on. It hits all that stuff, all that all that mm-hmm. marks. It's just you're fairly right. Japan does not like or just doesn't attune to R and B all too well. So unless she does change her style, like how Nishinokana did, then mm-hmm maybe you can go back and forth once you get that following you can do a Kodokumi style
1: mm-hmm. exactly it's like i feel like once you get that following in there like Kodokumi goes back into so many different styles so does ayumi mm. you know i and i could see Hitomi doing that having some successful pop songs and still throwing in her r&b songs as well but I also feel like Japan also has a certain type of pop they like. And your example of Nishino Kana was actually spot on. Oh yeah, is you know you look at how how she was and her music style before, and you look at it now, and you can see the drastic change, and how also Japan has taken to that change. So it's kind of you know, and it's also an artist preference. You know, they might really love their style and do it because they love it. So they're not going to conform to that. Majorly, you know, conform to the mainstream. You know, some of them like being how they are, and I'm not sure how she feels. You know, and I know she's super passionate about all her songs and her music. She writes all her own songs. Um, you can tell she she really feels when she sings. So you know, I it's really hard to say what's going to happen, but I I look forward to all her releases and to see what she'll do next. Yeah, so.
0: Okay, so besides Romy, who did you think would be the next more successful group?
1: I actually said Ink. I think they would be fantastic. Um, The lead vocalist has such an amazing voice. I love their style. I I really think they do have what it takes. And I can see them going really big. Like I can see them blowing up.
0: Yeah, that's That's another group that I I, I put them as number two, I believe, as uh, what I think would most likely get a major label. Yeah, I did. Um, And they have a good sound, a very interesting sound that makes them stand out.
1: A vocalist Mm -hmm.
0: that is fairly, fairly attractive that you can market with makeup and stuff like that and has a very good voice like if they could bring over whoever does their videotography bring him over too because those those music videos are shot amazingly i just don't know what it is about as them. well
1: i mean i i really can see the band being very successful
0: yeah yeah it, it, there, there's not enough praises that we could give this band and but let's let's continue on from there we from all the other bands that you, that we've done, who who do you think is next after Ink that would probably blow up, so to speak?
1: i say, uh, Nekritaki.
0: Oh, yeah. Nekritaki is a very interesting case. i personally put Babysitter.
1: Uh, my three, technically, was her. My actually next one was Jongri, but I ruled her out because she has had a major record label in the past. Yeah. So, i kind of like, well, that's kind of not fair. But I could see her getting another label easily. Oh, yeah. Once she does more songs, I can easily see that happening just because of her voice. And she's had a career in the mainstream industry before.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely.
1: But I, I agree with you on Babysitter. They're actually pretty high up on my list as well because of their sound yeah. and their style.
0: They They have everything going for them. They're... Four fairly young, fairly attractive girls that do this, the singing and the band stuff. And, you know, they could take over Scandal from I that was itch, thinking that. <laughs> from that itch. So, you know, Scandal, there hasn't been a fairly big competitor against Scandal for a long while now. So if once they kind of if they're marketed right which it shouldn't be difficult,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they could probably take on Scandal on, like, who's the bigger, like, of the girls' band, so to speak.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I could easily see them as well, because they are very easy. You could market them so easily, and they have the look, they have the vocals, they have the band... And right now a lot of the girl bands are in. You look at all the ones coming out now and they people love that. So it's a very good time for them to to be coming about.
0: But yeah. Let's let's go back to Narcard Hockey for a bit because they're number four on my list here.
1: Same. <laughs> we think alike.
0: <laughs> we very we think very very alike here. They're number four on my m- major label list here. And they have that sound where they're a diamond in the rough. That they could be the next indie darling that makes it big. Mm-hmm.
1: I can see that easily because the vocalist has an ex- a very unique waist that sticks out.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, you know, so. th- they have a very unique way. And I I want to see very, very big success for them because that style that high energy style that they try to do to match her vocals is very good it's very very good
1: yep i agree i love their high energy style and the you know everything fits with them and i can easily see them just taking off i'm surprised they haven't yet
0: yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised honestly if their album sells very very well which i'm pretty sure it will it will because their their singles that Tower Records has been pimping the hell out of their single that EP mm-hmm. now for a while so i wouldn't be surprised if they're the next one up i i honestly wouldn't another one uh, who did you put for for uh, your next one up here
1: um i picked stella or oh, wait no no hold on that's close actually sweet sweet sweets
0: oh Okay. And I
1: put them next because of their perfume-like sound. Mm. And I mean, that's a really in thing, and I could easily see them being pretty marketable.
0: That electronica does help. Especially with the age that we're in right now.
1: Yep, that's what that was the thing I thought when I heard them, is they're easily marketable with their sound, and I could see them taking off very well.
0: But, yeah, it, there's there, There's a lot of things that they it's just they need a lot more work that's the thing with them because they only have 3 people in the band one actual guitarist um, the vocalist and then and the rest of the band is done by a sound done by a soundboard which one girl controls so i think if they add maybe one more member a solid member like a drummer then the electronical thing can take a new different level, so to speak but that's just my personal preference
1: and i can see that i i honestly forgot how new they were i just thought you know their sound is something that i could easily see being a hit but i think they do need to grow a little bit more too yeah
0: And you know they're trying for that international market like it's very very important that these bands try for this international market because all their stuff is on itunes you can buy it you can buy all their singles, all the EPs, Sweet Sweet Sweet, you can buy Yellow. Yellow is a really good song. I highly recommend Yellow if you guys are able to get it. So, that's just, they know the, the advancement of internationalizing with their market. Because they know that that kind of music, their genre, will probably be more popular in the West. Or anywhere else, more so than Japan. I put Stella next on my list to to kind of go up there. And the major thing is, because of that nostalgic style, we're in an age of where nostalgia hits everything. And I do like the fact that they're going back to that 90s, 90s style. And it just kind of works more than how how Tendra does it. I don't, I don't know why, but it just does for me. I,
1: and I can see that.
0: But, you know, uh, we've kind of gone over for a little bit about the Indie Corner and major stuff, but like I said, we're not really keen of how the market is i wanna it's one of the big goals that i wanna kind of do for this for this project is you know being able to distribute all their music. That's like one big thing that i want kind of wanna do that's a that's one of the goals that i wanna have. <laughs>
1: It so would be that, something I'd be very interested in going more into learning about the Japanese music industry and just the industry in general okay. and how they market over there compared to here.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: I, yeah. Was, I was never, like, I'm not bad at marketing. I had to take marketing classes. But it I've always been interested in how the industries work. And I, for school, I actually wrote some papers on stuff like that. So... Yeah it's a very interesting topic but i feel like to go over there and do that i'd have to um work on my japanese again it's been a while i am getting rusty <laughs>
0: no worries no worries so. but yeah you know let's leave it at that for now hopefully you guys like this we went on a good long amount about any stuff it's one of our most popular things on our site so hopefully that you guys really did like this um Okay, with that, let's go on to the Oricon now. First and foremost, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that with the news later on, but number 10 it is Idolmaster Cinderella Girls Little Stars Sayonara Aloha. I guess it's Hawaii themed.
1: It looks to be. I actually like the song. Mm. I like the Idolmaster song again. I thought it was fairly decent.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was, it was it's, all, it's all right. I mean, this is from the uh, little sisters, so it's the, the 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 sisters of the idol master groups. The little sisters, it's bro- grooming them, so to speak, to be the next next stars, I guess. But yeah, it was all right. It's good for an idol master song. That's all we can. Mm-hmm. Ask. And it sold a lovely nine thousand two hundred and seventy six copies. And going on up once again, it is Kimi Boku by Kiss My Feet Two. There's not much what we can say. From last week's conversation. I'm fairly surprised that it, it held on for so long though. So there's that. But yeah, it sold a wonderful eleven thousand four hundred and seventy copies. And continuing on up, it is number uh number eight, it is Max Avenue by Chu O'Dolly. Oh boy, this mm. this this mm. band was Something.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't care for this. That's all I'll say. I tried. It just wasn't my thing. I felt like it was very. How do you say it? Like.
0: It's by the 10 books. 10 years ago. ago? Oh, yeah. It's by the books. Yeah. By the books idol. And it's not. I mean, it's, it's sad because, like I said, it's, it's hard to advertise these kind of groups because they need to stand out from. One, other groups. Otherwise it's just gonna sound the same. There's nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing that's gonna make them stand out if they continue this way.
1: And that's how I felt about it. I just felt like it was your average idol group. You know, nothing nothing unique, unfortunately. So and it was a little too hyper for me.
0: Oh yeah, they needed to take a little peg down. Just so mm-hmm. just a little bit. But yeah. It sold a wonderful 12,409 copies. Continuing on up, it is Gifts by Superfly. I really like this single. It was really good, actually.
1: I second that. I really liked her vocals with the song. I thought it was very beautiful. And she had that power. She's that powerful voice that just goes very well with huh. what she did. And I actually watched the really long video, I really enjoyed it, so.
0: Yeah, she. It it feels it feels like it's Misei, Misa, I, I believe that's Michia. what Misia is. How you say it. Uh, the song? Everything. It seems like this is her version of what everything is because it's it's a very powerful ballad.
1: mm mm-hmm. And that's what it reminded me of as well. Is when I heard this song, like it really reminds me of something. And then when you said everything, I thought, oh my gosh, that's because it has that powerful voice in it the powerful lyrics that really capture you. So it I I agree with that one hundred percent and it's a beautiful song.
0: Can't give it much praise. Uh if this would be my number two song, but it sold a wonderful fourteen thousand one hundred and twenty seven copies. And going on up it is Memoria and Yodu, time for the moon moon night, that English there. By G Friends. And it's not even English because they're Korean.
1: Yep, um, I so this is their first single. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed just because it didn't stand out to me, and I I've never heard GFriend before, and I do follow a lot of the K-pop stuff. Um, I've seen their name around, I just never checked them out. I do like their vocals. But then again, they the main singer sounded a little bit like BoA to me, so that's probably why. Or Taehyung.
0: It's 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 interesting because you know, this goes on back to the talk that we had last week, where you know the the Korean boy or Korean groups that are fairly popular, they do a lot of those dance dance. They're fairly dance centric, but you know this if you watch the music video for memoria it's a fairly mellow music video Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean it was it was all right it's just didn't stand out to me like like you were talking about
1: yeah and i feel like that was the issue with me is i've had mellow songs that stand out but this one just felt kind of like your generic mellow k-pop song to me or not really k-pop but j-pop it wasn't anything that really stuck out i actually thought time for the moon night i like that better than memoria Uh, and i think i like the video a lot for time for the moon night because their dancing was very very well done so they made a somewhat like not super upbeat song it wasn't like upbeat upbeat but they added this dancing to it that didn't really fit with the song but i liked their dancing in it and i i liked the song a tad bit better
0: yeah but, yeah, I mean, it's it's surprising, too, because this uh, this single is fairly cheap. I well, it's only two songs, granted. It's only, like, 12 bucks, I want to say.
1: That's, yeah, that's not bad for a single, especially if it comes with the videos.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Going on up to number five, it is... Uh, Sekiyori ni Onegai Moonlight by Hokako... Princesses. So, this this was very interesting.
1: (laughs) It was, and actually, this is the one I like. The other one was the one I didn't like. I kept getting this confused with the other idol one we had. This I liked it, but it reminded me of like Morning Musume back in the day. Oh yeah, and I think that's why I liked it.
0: (laughs) And it's it's interesting because you know they went from very slow somber melody to like fairly high high paced dancing. and it's
1: yeah that's the only part of the song i didn't like i like that it was very you know like older idol type thing oh yeah but i the pacing of the song was where it kind of is like and eh, that turns me off a little cuz i kept thinking i'm going to listen to a different song
0: oh yeah it it just throws you off very much yeah though i know how they they kind of got on the arc though cuz They're doing the the idol thing where because they're they're only like a six member group, five six member group, Uh and they're they're selling like individual copies of the singles of the members. Ooh, yeah!
1: If you're a collector, you know you're gonna buy all six of those, and that's gonna add up. Yeah,
0: but yeah, it sold a wonderful nineteen thousand and thirteen copies. Going on up, test number four. It is Scandal by U-Kiss.
1: So I'll start with this because U-Kiss, I either really like their song, the song, or I, it's a very, eh, it doesn't fit. So this fell into the category of, eh, this doesn't quite fit their vocals, in my opinion. So if you, the music and their vocals, just to me, do not match and it doesn't seem like the style they usually do so this song has more of a jazzy feel to it like a jazzy pop feel and the you kiss that i remember listening to because they're a k-pop group and they're actually one of the first k-pop groups i or boy groups i heard back in the day and this is probably an 08 maybe so it was um and I really like their R and B hip hop type style, mm. so this song didn't really catch me. But I did love their dancing; their <laughs> dancing was really good, and their coordination for the video was amazing. So I loved the video; I couldn't look away. But I didn't care for the song as much.
0: I see. Yeah, like I I felt fairly similar. Like it was it was it was all right. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's the bee's knees, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It was alright, but yeah I mean, Japan kind of always disagrees with us here And it sold fairly well 19,783 copies (coughs) (coughs) Of course, it doesn't beat number 3 here Which is, once again Nogizaka 46 by Jiko Chode Iko This is the first week we haven't had Gyakizaka for like over a month and a half To two months now Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of surprised about that
1: me too.
0: But yeah, nothing more we can say about it. We've been kinda going through the old song rhyme now. Up until the next um single comes out, I think it's gonna stay the same. Which reminds me the music video came out for the next single. So it'll be interesting to see. Mhm. But yeah, this week it sold a wonderful twenty thousand three hundred and twenty seven copies. And going on up to number two. It is Reach for the Stars by Nine Stars. So this is uh, the Kyushu Idol group. I think we've talked about them before. We
1: have. We did talk about them before. I will say I loved this song. This is probably my number two or three. It's a tie between this and Superfly. Oh, yeah. So I really loved this song. Like The first moment I heard it, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. And it's not just because of the video. Um, and if you watch the video, you'll know why. But I really liked the energy in the song. I liked the music to it. I liked their vocals. I thought it was really, really
0: good. Yeah, this song was yeah. um, amazing. It was really good. I was quite surprised. Because the last song that they did, wasn't. it didn't stand up this much compared to... So, I'm I'm quite happy for them. Granted, if they went up during a different week, maybe they would have got a little bit more fame. Mm-hmm. It was just hard because of everything. But Universal must be happy. To mm-hmm. 1 into this week.
1: Oh, yeah. They got both of theirs on the top two.
0: But, yeah. It sold a wonderful 23000 382 copies and going on up it is number one memorial by king and prince oh my god this song is so good uh
1: it's amazing i this is my number one for this week i agree with japan 100 percent so i watched all the live performances of this that were on youtube i loved it i loved every moment of this song
0: how how did they perform the songs? I never I never did get around to watching the live performances.
1: Uh, I think they performed it very very well. They had their energy there. Um, their dancing was really good and very insane. So I I can't remember which ones I watched because I didn't pay attention to which TV shows they were on. Hmm. But there was maybe th- three or four performances on YouTube and. One of them, they performed the full song. The other ones, they did their usual like two minutes, thirty seconds type of thing.
0: I see, I see. But yeah, this this song is phenomenal. I with the you know the, with the uh, sales for this, they become they break a record like a record that hasn't been achieved in like two years. And we talked about this for news with the announcement that they reached over four hundred thousand for this sales record. They're the second group, or the first group, in over 12 years to have two debuting singles, consecutive over 400,000 sales.
1: Wow, that's a really amazing record to break.
0: And the only group to have done so before them is Katoon, their older brother group from Johnny's. Wow. And they're the second group overall to have done this, because beforehand. That-
1: that's phenomenal. I mean, and they deserve it because they've hit it out of the ballpark with their first two singles, in my opinion.
0: Oh, yeah. Cinderella Girls is such an amazing song. Memorial, also. I mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. And I can't wait for more. If If their third single reaches over 400,000 I think they'll be the first debuting group in history to reach three consecutive whoever is doing the lyrics for their songs it's it's good on them man but yeah I agree but yeah with that I want to thank you guys very much for joining us on this episode of ongaku to you we went a little bit long mostly because of our or, con, or or con squeeze there at the end but i wanted to really talk about the indie corner stuff this this episode is going to be led by indie corner song, so i believe it's going to be ink i'm like more a hundred percent certain it's going to be ink that's going to do the opening for the song so please look forward to that and if you like that kind of style go pick up their their free single go pick it up Terra ep it's really good but yeah I want to thank you guys very much. You can follow us on ongakutiyu for Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the site at ongakutiyu.com where we always try to put up a lot of uh, Indie Corner stuff once every week. I think we only missed like three or four weeks, but that was just because of timing on my end. But yeah, uh, follow the site at ongakutiyu.com. You can follow... My personal channel, can one on Twitter. You can follow our affiliates. Um, you Hunter, he is a Japanese Twitch streamer. You can follow him at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. And Timbertaf, he's another Twitch streamer who also does a lot of music works on his own end. You can follow that at, at twitch.tv slash Timbertaf, T I N. T i m b e r t a f t, and they also join me on Potter Source, which is a full-on gaming podcast. If you want to hear me talk about games and the games media, go follow me on there. And for the people that are following me from his side, hello. Hopefully, you guys did not get bored with all the indie talk that we talked about. But yeah, I wanna thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to you. I'm your host, Ken, signing off and saying thank you very much and have a great day. Mahalo's.
1: This is Luna and I wanna thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will see you next time, Ja Matane.